Welcome to Savage. I'm your host, Kelsey Kenry, CEO, wife, and mom of three. This is where you find the aligned strategy and mindset shifts to unleash your power, unlock your freedom, and step into your full potential as a CEO. Every episode is full of tough love and hard truths with a side of tactical guidance to expand your success. You ready? Let's do the damn thing. Hello and good morning, good afternoon, whatever time it is, where you are. We are chatting with Adrienne today, and I'm so excited to talk to her because this is a conversation that I think is really, really missing, um, especially for business owners. So I'm excited to pick Adrienne's brain today. Um, to learn how we can bring back more play, more fun, more pleasure, more joy. Um, so to pick her brain and us just really open up the discussion for women business owners, especially to bring what she knows about working with children for so long and being such a leader in this play and this joyfulness. Um, so being able to bring that into um our businesses. So I will wait for Adrian to hop on here. If you guys watching have any sort of questions, anything that pops up for you, um, feel free to reach out and let us know. Hello. Hi. So nice to see you. Yeah. I'm excited to pick your brain. Very interesting that we're starting this conversation because I, um, Digging into my human design, being a generator, it's very interesting because the more that I read about this, the more that I realize that like pleasure and joy and satisfaction and fun is really at like the root of um, my happiness and my alignment. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited to like, I think there's so much that kids teach us. And I think that like, even though it's like, childhood education I feel like there's such a big overlap of like what we can take away as adults so before we get into it tell everybody watching who you are all your amazingness and what you do and uh all that good stuff um okay I'm Aid. um I am nature play all day Instagram that's like my primary platform um and I've been an early childhood educator for 20 years so yeah, uh, little people are my people. And like Kelsey said, I learned pretty much everything that I've learned that's valuable. I learned from them. Um, so I created this space here on Instagram to kind of share all of those things with everybody and kind of, you know, shed perspective um, on how important play really is, um, primarily outdoor play. All play is good, but um, outdoor play is my jam. So um, I, there's a lot I can say, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so you have an outdoor school in Maine. Yeah, I run this year. We opened a homeschool support program in Maine. And so we run different pieces of the day um, and families pick and choose kind of what they want a la carte. And so you could be there all day or for a part of the day. And we're outside 90 plus percent. In the wintertime, we come in for about an hour and a half, maybe two hours just to be warm and thaw the fingers and um, do some like skill work with writing and things like that. But primarily, 
we are outside all the time. Um, so it's, it's actually harder for me to be inside than it is to be outside, which yeah. is like the opposite of what people think. <laughs> but I think that's why this is such an important conversation, because I feel like we live in such a time to where it's like, really, most people don't go outside, especially for long periods of time. Um, yeah. But I'm interested, obviously, just to like dig in here. I'm really interested to know like, what do you think some of the bigger benefits are of like really integrating play, whether you're a child or an adult, like just as a whole, like what are the biggest benefits that you think of when you think of like making sure that you have play and joy and that's part of your, your day to day? Yeah, like I think if you're going to be facilitating play with children, you need to know what play is for yourself as an adult um, and at least remember what it's like to play. And I think to do that, you have to play. <laughs> and that looks, it looks so many different ways. So, you know, when you and I started working together, I kind of had to revisit all of that because I had let go all of the things that were joyful and playful in my life um, in the name of like adulting. And so um, I kind of had to reacquaint myself with that. But I like to tell people that if you can just at least remember what it's like to play and the way that I did that, you know, years ago was just by observing children in play and it just kind of on its own ignited these memories of what I liked to do. Um, there's lots of other ways to do it, but I would say once you do that, everything just becomes like, you can't like unsee it. So you can't, and you can't take it out again. Once you put it back in, you're like, oh man, I need this. This is like air. <laughs> so the benefits are just joyfulness for sure. And this like really deep connection with yourself. Um, that's something that's been really, really powerful for me in the last like, you know, year or two is you know, this comes with like working outside too, but I'm so in tune with my body because I have to take good care of it to like continue to be outside. But if I want to play, I need to know what things I'm really good at. I need to know what things are joyful. I need to know about my flow state. I need to know about, you know, like what my just inner child wants. Um, you know, I think about children, they don't have any filters, right? They're just like, I'm going to do the thing. I just <laughs> jump off of this car. Like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. And it's, like, not really a big deal. Um, but they they know what they want. And somewhere along the line, like, we kind of gave that up. I think when you incorporate play and those joyfulness aspects into your life, you become more connected with yourself. And I'm always now thinking about little aid and what does she need. So when I'm having, like, a really shitty day... <laughs> I think, okay, if I was one of my kids mm. at the program, how would I approach this child? What does she really need? Does she really need what I'm trying to give her right now? Or does she need time and space? Does she need to eat? Does she need to pee? Like, I don't know. It could be any number of things. So I try to like unpack my own behaviors like I would with the children um, because I do think that all behavior is communication. It's just true. But um when you're incorporating play, you just become like way more connected with yourself because it's all intuition. Like there's no judgment. There's no nothing. You're just like raw. <laughs> and it's like really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I do remember us, us, 
I refer to it as exploration when, when I'm doing this with clients. And I think that the biggest piece of this is like, it's so important to recognize that like, we've been like adultified, right? Like, it's just that the whole thought of like, oh, well, you are this age now. And it goes along with everything that you and I both know about, like checking boxes and following a certain path. And it's just like the play and joyfulness is something that's not prioritized, right? Especially for, you know, when you're, when you're building a business, when you're running a business, it's like, well, that's not a thing that's, that's important. And for me, like a, a lot of what I think that I'm hearing you say is like the play creates that better and deeper connection with yourself. And that is the one thing that you need for like long-term success in your business. So I think oftentimes we put things into separate categories, like they don't overlap. And then we forget like that is the thing that you need for that thing that you want. And I think that play and joy is often overlooked because we get so hyper-focused. And I know this because I'm speaking from experience on like the growth and doing the things that it's like play seems like counterintuitive. It seems like, well, that's going to take away. That's not going to move the needle in my business. That's not going to move the needle in my life. So why would I spend the time doing that when it feels unimportant, you know? Yeah. And I think what actually happens when you're playing more is that you're opening up more like connections. Um, and so like, if you're a creative person or you're like, whatever, a person that thinks we all think you're like, like just things are just like, bing, like just going crazy. Like that's why, you know, it's so beautiful to watch children play with stuff and have no parameters because where they're going with it, like no one knows. And then once they get there, you're like, wow, I never would have thought to do that. Like, and that only happened because they had play. Um, they weren't following instructions. So sometimes you need to just like burn the instructions. Always yeah. burn the instructions. Like Step not, one, burn the instructions. <laughs> wait, pretty much always burn the instructions. <laughs> I think, yeah. I, I think it's just like, it's, it's, it's unlearning and it's like paying attention and recognizing the conditioning that we've had. And then I think some of it too, that, that people really need to hear that I really needed to hear um, is like giving yourself permission to do that. You know, we're so judgmental with ourselves about like, oh, you know, you didn't finish everything on your to-do list. Couldn't be you know, dancing in your kitchen or whatever. And I also like, I would love to hear your thoughts on this when it comes to play. I know obviously you're, you're really well-versed in like outdoor play and creating um, for children, but when it comes to adults and like that exploration piece. So if we're introducing that for people today, if we're telling them, give yourself permission to play, understand that it's going to feel like unnatural and like you're doing something wrong, probably mm -hmm. like when you started kind of exploring what was really helpful for you to start to integrate play, like into your own life. Yeah. There were like two pieces to that. Um, <laughs> see, she's playing. Um, <laughs> There were two pieces to that. One, I thought about all the things that I used to do when I was like happy and like feeling joyful. And I made a list of those things. And then I went and thought about the things that I did when I had lots of free time as a child. Um, and, you know, I even like talked to my mom about it and looked at pictures of like my childhood. Like, what did I do when I had nothing to do? And I 
you know, I was painting, I was drawing, I was outside building forts. I was being really messy. I was playing in the snow with no gloves on. I was doing those types of things. And so I was like, okay, how do I, how do I bring this back? Um, so I started working out again. I started going back to the gym because movement is a huge for me. Um, even at school now in our program, if I'm like struggling, <laughs> I just move my body. We start shoveling or we start splitting wood or whatever. Um, and so movement was like, that's play for me. Um, but it was awkward at first. Like you said, I had to literally schedule it into my day. Like mm. I scheduled like paint for 45 minutes on Sunday. I like put it in my calendar. Um, and sure enough, what's interesting now, I was reflecting on this before our call is that all of the things that I wrote down on those lists or many of them, I now have like inadvertently woven into like my job. <laughs> so, and I, I do all of those things without even thinking every single day, whether it's like the work I do here on this platform or in the program, I am doing every single one of those things in some capacity every single day. And it's just become like habit. Like I don't even think about it. It just happens. And so, um, you know, if it does feel weird at first, if you've been away from play for a long time, but you have to like, just, let it wash over you because um, <laughs> it just will eventually with anything like learning how to read, it's clunky at first and it's not very smooth, but eventually you have beautiful fluency. So you just have to kind of like keep at it and practice for sure. And also give yourself permission to like try something different, like doing this when you were younger, but now you're like, Oh God, I can never imagine or whatever, you know, try different things. I think that's really important too. And your play doesn't have to look like anybody else's. I think that's another really important piece. Um, everybody's looks different. No one learns the same. Everybody's different. And that's what makes us all so great. Um, what a boring place the world would be if we all like to do the same thing. So don't really hold yourself to like what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. To be to be different, you know. I was thinking a lot about, you know, <clears throat> when I connect myself to like little aid and what does she need. Like sometimes I just need to be like seen as someone who's like outside of a box, and I need someone to be like, I like where you are outside of the box. Like that was a great idea, and I have to be that person sometimes to be like, you know, good job or whatever. Um, yeah. So, oh. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, sometimes you have to be your own cheerleader, um, but definitely know that you're, um, as Sharon from Sharon Creation, she's on here now, she said, everybody has their own play recipe. Um, and like some people are spicy, I'm like a giant brownie. So, you know, <laughs> you know, it's everybody's different. And um, I think you really need to just honor yourself for that um, when you're trying to find your way and play. Yeah. And I think that's, again, like there's like, there's so many overlaps here with, you know, being able to apply this to your business too, because it's just like, it's not realistic for your business or the way that you do things to be like everybody else. And I think that's what really gets lost is that like, like you, you said, you know, don't allow play for you to be what play is for you and like start visiting those things that, you know, you felt joyful in before and just like, let it take you away. I think that part of us being adults is like, 
we're like, well, it needs to look a certain way. And so then you're, you're taking something that's supposed to be out of the box and then putting it in a box again. And so it's like, well, it, it needs to be for this long and it needs to be this color and it needs to be all of these things. And so allowing the freedom of like releasing those parameters, releasing those boxes, I think is huge because play can be like, for me, it's like, we love doing like dance parties in the kitchen with all the kids. And it's like, we sat yesterday and we're playing some game that Cameron and Brooklyn made up together with playing cards. I don't even, they just made it up. And I was like, sure. It was like, we were all playing it together, but it's like, if you, if you approach something with like this thought in your head of it needs to look like this and like start putting all these parameters around it, I feel like that it doesn't, it's not even actually play. So I think part of it is like, what I love about what you do is like there's space within it for it to look a a certain way. Like when you have all the children outside, there's so many options of what they can do and like giving yourself the space to create, giving yourself the space to play and like letting whatever transpire or or be created from that, I think is not what that's like foreign to people, you know? Yeah. I think it's important to separate play from performance. Um, you know, that's really important. I think that kind of sums up what we were just talking about. You know, you're not, yeah. you're not really recreating. I mean, in a way you are, cause you're replaying other things that have kind of been stored in your brain, but you're not like, no one's judging, no one's judging you. This is not for a grade, you know, this is just like, you're just existing without parameters, without judgment. And like, how awesome is that? Right. Who really wants those things? <laughs> so what do you think would be helpful? Like, cause I think that one of the things that we've identified that probably stops people from playing is obviously this idea that it's like, not for me, or it's not something I should be doing, or it's not something that's going to be, you know, helpful to my business. So what are some things that you think would be helpful in kind of like rearranging those beliefs? Well, I mean, why? I would just ask why, like, why? Why do you feel that way? Um, and if I'm asking myself those questions in, in, in situations where I'm like, this isn't really important, it's because it's work that inevitably, <laughs> inevitably unveil, unveils some sort of uncomfortable truth. And I think, you know, I think that's why the way that I teach, <laughs> and I'm not really teaching, to me, teaching is like being at children. But um, I think the way that I, exist in the world of children um is kind of renegade because you have to you have to get in here to be able to do that really well like i had to figure out why it felt uncomfortable for me to play instead of perform as a teacher um because i felt like i wasn't doing a good job or i wasn't following the rules or like you know and that was really it was a gross thing to kind of have to unpack but once i did it i was like oh Okay. And like, you kind of come through it, but like, I would just continually ask why just like, you know, children do, but why, but why? Yeah. (laughs) Who said, Yeah, you know, kind of come at, come at that kind of excuse for lack Mm -hmm. of a better term Mm -hmm. um, with more questioning until it feels really uncomfortable. Cause then you're probably getting somewhere. Yeah. No, I like that a lot because it reminds me of just like peeling back the layers to get to the root. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of times at that root, it's self-judgment, right? Like, yeah. 
who am I to be doing this or who am I to, you know, go play outside in the mud or whatever, whatever it is. It's, it's a lot of times like, because it doesn't feel like play or it doesn't feel like fun when you're actively judging yourself the entire time you're doing it. Right. Right. And like sometimes play doesn't feel like work, but like doesn't have to. Right. Right. Then that's where the piece that I think the biggest thing that has to be unlocked is, is permission for you to just play without any expectations around it. Because the reality is, is yes, it pours into every other area, right? Like it makes you a more joyful person. It makes you, I believe having, having things and, and space to be able to create and play makes me a better mom, business owner, wife, all the things. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's hard for people to connect those things, you know, and it's hard for people to really understand that like something that's over here is also connected over here. And so like allowing yourself to like integrate the two of like, if I do this, then this is like, you know, how often I say like the ripple effect of that will be. And so I love the idea of just like asking yourself why, like, why can I not? I remember this is like something so little, but I love music and I love to sing. And so oftentimes in my car, when I'm driving, I'll sing. And I used to not sing because I was scared about people seeing me singing like at a stoplight. Right. And right. I was like, who gives a fuck? Like why right. would they see me? And it yeah. was just that like stupid little thing go. And it's like, you know, maybe instead of that thought, now the thought is maybe when they see me singing in my car, maybe they're like, Oh, she's not afraid to sing in her car. I'm going to start singing in my car. So right. Reframing that way about like, I could only imagine if like so many of the women that I work with were like high achievers, right? We want to make a big impact. And so we're like, oh, the strategy and the structure and this and this and the business and the business and the business. And it's like opening that wider to like, okay, well, in order to do all of these things, you need to do these things over here. You need to take care of yourself. You need to have this fulfillment. And I think that's where play really comes in is like the fulfillment piece of like, you forget sometimes as an adult that like you're here to live. Yeah. Yeah. So this weekend is a really good example. Like I just had, I just finished a launch of my new program and I was like all in like, like stupid laser focus, like nothing else matters. I like that. I finished this other like milestone in the program business that I have with the kids. And I took a shower the other night (laughs) And I got dressed to go to the gym. I go to the gym at 4 a.m. So, and my partner was like, are you okay? I'm like, "Mm." and he's like, you haven't like stopped. Like, and I was like the business, the business, the business, like you're saying. And I I didn't stop to play. Like, yes, I was like playing at school when I was doing my work, but I didn't do any of my own play either. So I didn't give myself that space at home. I like, I hadn't baked anything. Like that's something that I love to do. That's joyful. I didn't make like a homemade from scratch meal, which I usually do once a week for my partner. And I, like I hadn't played with the dogs. Like I hadn't done anything like that. And like my brain was like, like malfunctioning. Because, <laughs> like you need it. It's like, it's like a foundational piece of like existing. And I was reminded of like where I was at kind of when we first met and I was like, I had given all of that away. 
and you know, wasn't hadn't gotten back there, but I was like, oh man, like I better pay attention. Like my body is telling me something. So it is. I think that play and imagination and kind of all of that is very foundational to just like living a fulfilling and like a life worth sharing. I don't know. Like it's very, very important. Um, and that's just an example of why I got hyper focused and I was feeling happy, I thought, but I had forgotten to play. <laughs> and uh, it was really evident um, by like just the way that I was kind of existing in the house. And I just felt burnt out and stuff. And and, and play, it, it's very, whatever, what's this? It's like <laughs> invigorating. <laughs> like it just like lifts it, like lifts you up. Um, and that's why it's so lovely to watch children play because it's contagious Mm. they're very excited about what they're doing and everything they do is a new discovery and like very innovative and that's contagious for me um and so you know you you should love yourself enough to give that to yourself in some capacity yeah that's a really good point and I love that you brought that up that it is really deeply rooted in self-love to allow yourself to have fun to allow yourself to play just it's it's I think you know kind of going back through our conversation here like as far as like introducing play and specifically for like high achieving women I think that it's about giving yourself permission for it to not look a certain way knowing that it's going to be uncomfortable And then, like you said, really just allowing yourself to explore and a great starting point for that is just going back to what did you do when you were little? I think I might have even asked you that question at one point in one of our sessions, like, what were the things? Just start there. And it comes back to just start. And like, what I find is whenever anybody starts any sort of anything new, which is so cool because now you're here speaking from a place of like, this is habitual for me. This is something that just like, even when I fall off, I come back to it because it's just ingrained and that's, that's possible for all of us. But when we start new habits, when we do something new, I think that sometimes we have the expectation of since that thing that we're doing for ourselves is good or is going to create a good result in, in some ways we expect it to feel good And so removing that expectation, I think, is really powerful for people, too, because you look, you think about creativity, fun, joy, play, you're like, this is supposed to feel good. And so when it doesn't or may not at first or you're living in that like self-judgment while you're doing it, like allowing that to play out and like to continue to show up for it until it doesn't. Does that make sense? It does. And, you know, there's like a breakdown of how long it takes a child to get engaged in like deep play and there's like and I think about this in the the context of like keep trying the practice of play Um, in the first 15 minutes the child is like window shopping and they're like oh look at this thing over here oh this thing over here what's this person doing over here and that happens for like 15 minutes and then after like 15 or 20 minutes they like pick one thing and they don't get like deeply into it for another like 25 minutes So by that time, you're almost at like 30, 40 minutes and they haven't fully gotten engaged in their play yet. That's like way longer than most recesses. But like the point is, is that like you have to give yourself a big chunk of time Mm. of like no judgment, no expectation to see if a thing works. Like you have to kind of see it through. So like 
consider like the first couple of whatever weeks or, you know, month or two of like window shopping for play for you. Like what play suits you? What play fits you? And it might not be the same. Like what fit me last year doesn't fit me this year. Like it looks different because I'm changing. I'm evolving. I'm growing. And that's also fine. So, um, you know, I think allowing yourself the time and just being like, give yourself grace. Like there's no like fast, like there, there's no like hard and fast rule to play other than like, just let it go. Yeah. Like, yeah. Go. Render. Just, just let yourself be there. And yeah. Be and I like that just in general. I think that we often do that for, again, like our businesses are the things that we, we consider responsibilities, but I think shifting this and like, this is a bigger conversation that we can, you know, invite everybody watching this or listening to this today is like the, the invitation of allowing yourself just to create and to be in it and just not letting it like have to mean anything further than that, instead of trying to connect it to that external result or what you're hoping for, just allowing yourself to be in the moment and not expecting it again to to feel good. Um, but yeah, is there anything, is there anything else that you think would be really helpful um, for your people or for my people to, uh, to consider when they're in this place of like, just, I think that the place where a lot of my people are is recognizing They don't take time for themselves or if they do, they feel guilty about it. So is there any, any helpful things that you would like for them to take away? I think, you know, without even really trying when you're giving yourself the space to, you know, whether it's play or create or just be, you end up being just like better, (laughs) like you're able to show up better. Um, And for me, as, you know, someone who's been in the early childhood field, like I've been able to make better relationships. So if you're somebody who like wants a deeper relationship with like, firstly yourself, (laughs) you know, kind of, this is kind of a really great place to start. Um, And I think it's, it was really helpful to kind of like flip the script for me to be like, if I'm having a hard time, what about little me? Um, And like, I even keep like a little picture of me. Like Andy, um, as like a visual, some people need a visual. So, um, taking good care of yourself. Mm, Yeah. A lot of parts of us that, you know, by no fault really, but just weren't taken care of along the way, um, when we were small and younger and, you know, we can, we can, we can help that now by, by being enough to play and, you know, caring for our heart and all of that. So, yeah, you any adult parts of us to reparent the the child versions of ourselves I think that's really powerful idea of you know just just the reminder or the visual of thinking about your little self and and giving your little self what you need so that your adult self can thrive because there is regardless of how we were raised none of our parents were were perfect and so I think there can always be things that we can give ourselves and that's something I always say is it's one of the biggest power moves you can make when you actually give yourself what you desire mm-hmm. and I think that for a lot of us is the thing that we're actually really desiring is play and fun and joy but we're afraid of giving it to ourselves because we're afraid that that's going to take away from something right when it does the opposite exactly it just turns like everything else up yeah so tell tell um tell everybody watching 
um, how they can how they can work with you, how they can reach you, what you have open, all of those things. Uh, well, um, on Instagram, um, here at Nature Play All Day, that's the best way to find me. Um, I'm always in my DMs and stuff like that. Um, you can work with me one on one and do like a consultation call if you have a program and you're looking to kind of incorporate more play into your day. I can work with you through your schedule to find that because it is there. Um, that's like the number one thing is that there's like not enough time. There is enough time. Um, and I just launched the stick play power and purpose of imagination course. And it is like actually all about what we're talking about today, which is, you know, imagination is like the gateway to like all the things. So, um, we kind of unlock that it's a six week self-paced, self-paced course that's open always for enrollment. Um, the link is in my bio. You can reach out to me if you want a direct link. And then I also have my great observer mini course, which is an email course. It's three days self-paced. And I give you all of the steps on like what to do instead of stepping in and interrupting play. Um, and kind of like, what do you do with your hands? Like once you stop talking to children and I give you all those action steps so that you can start facilitating uninterrupted play, um, which is something that's very inspiring. If you're going to try to figure out what you connect with, with play. Um, if you have little people in your life. Love it. And I'm, I think it's so valuable, obviously for, um, for caregivers, but also for, also for parents. And so, you know, definitely if you are a mom, definitely check out Adrian and just, there's so much, she puts out so much good, valuable content. And I think that it's important for us if you care about, you know, obviously raising children differently than maybe we were raised. It's important to open your eyes to some real possibilities. So thank you for your time, Adrian. And before we, um, Adrian and I worked together for a long period of time and just obviously still talk all the time, but I would love for you to, uh, give a quick testimonial of anybody that may be watching that could be interested in working with me and kind of what your experience was like. Yeah. Um, if you're on the fence, like don't be on the fence, just say yes. <laughs> and you can just ask Kelsey and she'll probably walk you right into yes. Um, that's what she did with me. Um, but for sure. What's interesting is that like a lot of times coaching containers are kind of like transactional. And I feel like that is not what happens with you. Um, I don't feel like I'm just like paid you for a service to like get me out of a spot. Um, I you're like such a part of my life, even though you're not physically here, like you live here, <laughs> you know, I don't like really teach the word. I mean, it's an investment, but like, it's also like just this ongoing thing. So yeah. And what's really wonderful about working with you is that I know, you know what you're going to get, like, you're going to get no bullshit. You're going to get called out on your shit. Um, but with like the most love and care, um, possible, but you know, who wants, who wants fluff? This is not like, a one size fits all container, you're going to, you know, Kelsey shows up for you, um, as you are where you are, which is like the best way to teach and lead. Um, and so I like cannot <laughs> recommend working with her more. Um, I, it's the best. I love, it's crazy how like long it's been that us back and forth and all the things. So it's really, it's been like a year. I think this month, is a year since we stopped coaching work together. But to watch you do all the things like that's the thing is like, I, 
I love like when you send me updates about what's going on. I just think it's so cool for you to carry everything that you you've carried and created. So I'm always in your corner. You know that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for watching today. Emmy's all done with <laughs> with our broadcast here. Um, but check out um, check out Aid. Check, check out her page. And if you guys have any questions about work with her, work with me. We're always open in our DMs. And I hope that you had some good takeaways from today and are able to integrate more fun without judging yourself and just giving your permission, yourself permission, knowing that it is going to create a better you and a better life and better relationships with all, um, all the people around you. So thank you for being here. I love you. See ya. <laughs>